this podcast. Picture this. You're a titan goddess called Leto. You've been around for millennia, a wise and kind goddess. After the war between the titans and the gods, you were favoured by the gods, not imprisoned. You didn't take a side. You were a goddess of childbirth and modesty. No need to get involved. But Zeus takes a fancy to you. Leto, you look quite lovely today. And surprisingly, unlike most goddesses, you didn't find it creepy. You found him charming. As with all romances with Zeus, you become pregnant. You know what's about to happen. You panic. Hera, Zeus's wife, is not someone to be trifled with. You hear Hera before you see her. Screams of your name. I shall curse you from the depths of my heart. In the pain you have caused me, you will not find a solid ground or island on earth to give birth to your children. I forbid it. In pain, the goddess of childbirth is no longer allowed to do that which she is born to do. Leto travelled across the ancient world in pain, searching for some place to rest, doors closing for fear of Hera's wrath, forest nymphs shooing her away, till on our final days of pain, a floating island appeared amongst the sea. Some say it was just a simple floating island, with no anchor to the earth. Some say it was a whale who had an island on its back. Leto laid on the barren island of Delos, alone giving birth to her daughter Artemis. But unknown to Leto, she wasn't just having one child, she was having two. Artemis was pale and had long black hair. She assisted her mother in giving birth to her brother, Apollo. His golden hair was striking and his tanned skin a stark contrast to Artemis, the sun and the moon, of which they became to represent. <laughs> Artemis's birth was easy, but Apollo's birth took nine whole days and nights because Hera held her daughter, the main goddess of childbirth. I know there's a lot of goddesses of childbirth, even Hera is one. Hera held her tightly in her arms to prevent her from assisting Leto in having an easy, painless labour. Artemis was the only one to help. All this was done under a palm tree. And to this day, a palm tree the ancient Greeks planted is there to represent the delivery of Apollo. Plato laid to rest, exhausted, but grateful her children had been born. Her children were born to become part of the Twelve Olympians, but the story isn't over. Hera wasn't quite done with her stepkids. Send Python. This was bad, very bad. He was a serpent, a dragon-like snake who pursued Leto and her children across the earth. At just four years of age, enraged about his mother who was harassed by Python for years, he made his way to the workshop of the metalworking god Hephaestus. I would like a bow and arrow, a strong one. Oh, uh, why? To kill an annoying snake. Sure, here it is, made of the finest gold. Good luck. 
Apollo searched and searched until he thought his luck might run out. He stumbled upon his cave. Aha! Now, this fight was not easy, shooting off a hundred arrows until three struck. One, his heart. Two, his eye. And three, his mouth, seeming to allow the serpent to take its final breath. And on the top of his corpse, Apollo declares the spot to be his sacred temple in his name. And that became the famous sacred temple of the Oracle of Delphi, which still stands to this day. Hey, Future Ellis here. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen and support my podcast. If you like this content and want to keep up with me, find me on Instagram and TikTok, Greek Myth Gal, on YouTube, Greek Mythology Gal, and newly on Twitch, The Greek Myth Gal, where I stream educational Twitch content. And as soon as I get a new PC, I'll be playing Greek myth related games. See you there.